The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to the Pirate Radio Podcast, featuring special guests discussing a wide range of topics and personal stories. The Pirate Radio Podcast is presented by White Claw Hard Seltzer. Nothing tastes quite like it. Visit WhiteClaw.com today. White Claw Hard Seltzer, proudly distributed by Coastal Beverage. Please drink responsibly. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studio, here's Shirley Rhodes. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast, featuring ECU football players, Holt Nailers, Tyler Sneed, Rajay Harris, Xavier Smith, and Bruce Bivens. The Pirate Radio Podcast is brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer. On today's podcast, the players will talk about the incredible comeback win against Marshall last week. Sit back and relax. Today's Pirate Radio Podcast, presented by White Claw Hard Seltzer, starts right now. All right, let's head out to the Fixed NC Live line and talk to the starting quarterback for the East Carolina Pirates. Holton Naylor's joins us inside the Players' Lounge after a come-from-behind victory over the Marshall Thundering Herd. Holton, appreciate your time. How you doing today, man? Doing good, man. Thanks for having me. And I don't even know where to begin. What a performance the other night. 21 fourth-quarter points. You guys rally all the way back and pick up the win. And Holden, I guess we'll just start with uh, your feelings after the game. Picking up that win with all the adversity, uh, the the insurmountable odds against you in that game. Uh, how did it feel when the clocks hit zero and you guys were able to walk off a winner there in Marshall? It felt great, man. Um, honestly, it's something that I remember for the rest of my life. It's something that um, I knew we could do. Um, you know, going into the week, I knew that we could put points on them if we executed the way that we should have. And um, I'm just proud of the team. Um, you know, we were down 17. There were seven minutes to go, and we had a decision to make, and we made a decision to fight back and, and see where see where it took us. So I'm just proud of the team, proud of the guys for fighting back and winning the game. Holden Troy here. Congratulations on uh, such an awesome performance. It sure was uh, fun to see and fun to talk about afterwards. I know that. I uh, wanted to ask you that fourth quarter comeback, you know, down by 17 points. Uh, I, I can't, you know, it didn't, this game didn't have the gravity of obviously the Peach Bowl game, January 1st, 1992, but yep. the comeback was very similar as far as about the amount of, uh, just about the same amount of time was left in the game in the fourth quarter. And both East Carolina teams were down by 17 points. I mean, usually the, the, uh, the odds are probably, you know, so against you guys from being able to come back from 17 points with just seven minutes to go in the game. Yet you guys were able to do it. It was an incredible thing to see. At what point did you say, uh, I kind of felt like when Marshall missed the field goal, and I think EC was down by 10 at that point. I was like, all right, hold on a second. This thing is not over yet, and we really have a chance. that We've got some momentum. You guys were driving and you were scoring. At what point did you feel like, okay, we could really do this? Um, to be honest with you, it was um, we were down 17. We had the ball to go score to go down um, seven or ten at that point, I believe, and we didn't do it. I got sacked twice, um, and then we we had a run play that was unsuccessful, and I kind of got to the sideline. And to be honest with you, I got really pissed off and got the offense together and just said, "Man, we can go do this thing. You know, we're not going to go lay down just because we're down 17 right here. There's still time left. We can go." win this thing and, and go put points on the board and just see where it is when the when the clock shoots zero. But um, probably just that point. And, you know, since that, you know, we talked and the offense got together. I mean, we, we kind of took off of that and we kind of planted our feet and, and did what we needed to do. Hold on. How much of this was, you know, in the fourth quarter, it looked like you guys were running a different offense. You know, you had four wide receivers out there. You were running fast-paced 
a hurry up type of deal and it was working at what point did did donnie make a change as far as okay you know we're we're in the hole this much we got to go with this was that a big part of this by changing the way you guys and you were actually running this offense yeah believe it or not you know um earlier in the week we knew that um you know we talked about that we could go our two minute was going to be really successful versus them just because of the defense that they played and, and the skill guys that we had matched up really well with them so um, we knew that the two-minute drill, and that's just what we called. I mean, there wasn't two minutes left, obviously, but when you're down that much, you kind of play it like a two-minute where you go up-tempo and you just get the play in as quick as possible and spread the ball around and more passes really than, than run so you don't want the, the clock to run out. But we knew that we could run two-minute on them. Um, we knew it, and we've even talked earlier in the week about you know doing it not only in two-minute, um, not necessarily playing on being down, but just saying that that could be something that we could do successfully versus them and do successful in general. So. Um, I just I appreciate him believing in us. Um, I'm glad we went out there and and you know played good for that two minute right there. With the success of that holding, is that something you think you'll see uh, more this coming up week and in future weeks this season, where we're running that more fast paced up tempo that it's been so successful? Hey, shoot, I'm all for it. Um, you know, I mean, I love scoring points and I love you know, doing whatever we have to do to make the team win. But you know, I mean, it's certainly fun playing that way, and I know the guys love playing that way too. And I mean, any way we can get points and the more points, the better. So, um, you know, I mean, I hope so. But, you know, we're going to trust in Coach K and let's see what he dials up. Holden, let's talk about the catch. Great execution on the Tyler Sneed to Holden Naylor's touchdown pass and great run after the catch to, to dive and get into the end zone. How long have you been uh, cooking up that play at practice? Oh, we've had it. Uh, honestly, I think we've had it since week one. Uh, but to be to be real with you, the only time we've completed it is a walkthrough. We've never completed it during practice because Sneed would always throw it 70 yards down the field thinking I'm Josiah running it down and I would never get close to it. So, But, uh, you know, I just told him, I said, put it on me. I was not going to run nothing down. Um, I'm not those receivers. I can't run like those receivers do. I just said, put it on me and let me catch it and see what happens after that. And he, honestly, dude, I mean, he's so skilled at everything he does. And weirdly enough, the pocket um, – because, I mean, we protect it kind of like a like a pass, and the pocket closed on him, and he slid over and then just threw it perfectly. I mean, he's he's such a good player in, in all aspects, man. It's just it's fun to be his teammate. Holden, you know, we're in the moment right now and kind of the euphoria of, of that. A lot of people are calling it the, you know, the miracle at Marshall with the comeback. Anytime a name gets, anytime a game gets a name or a, uh, a title, you know, it's big time. So uh, people are still talking about it. It's very excited. But maybe at the end of the season, we'll have some perspective of how this thing really played out. But being in it right now and we're three games deep. Is this the type of game and the type of moment that can galvanize the team where you might look back and say, wow, that was the turning point where this team just needed some confidence and something good to feel uh, th- that they could do it. And they went out and did it. That that could turn the whole thing around. I, I know, as I said, we're kind of in it right now, and it may be hard to have that perspective in it at this point. But over the weekend, just when you were out at practice yesterday, have you sensed a change at all since that Marshall game with this team? Yeah, I certainly have. Um, you know, I mean, always, always getting that first one is a big deal. But you know, getting it that way and versus a really good team on the road like that in front of a hostile environment, um, it, it's big. And there definitely was a sense of change because we know um, we got a big game coming this week. But you know, if we go out and execute, we go in a conference play. Say if we win this week, two and two. I mean, that's a big deal. And um, I mean, that's that's our goal is to go out and win this week and to see where things fall from there in conference. Because I mean, we had a 
we felt like we could have won more games in conference last year, so we're excited to get to, to that part of our schedule. But, yeah, I mean, I do sense a change. Um, I think a lot of the guys do, too, just confident, um, especially in the offense. And we have all the confidence in the world in the defense. Um, and we know that, you know, those guys are skilled. You know, Coach Harrell is going to have those guys rolling. So, I mean, I think we're definitely hitting the right point at the right time. Um, it's going to make a run at this thing. Holden Aylers joining us on the Fixed NC Live line. Holden, we've been waiting for a big performance out of a tight end. And, they, you know, Shane Calhoun and Zach Bird, Aaron Jarman, the guys have been doing a good job blocking. I know Bird uh, helped open up a hole for Rajay to score the uh, the go-ahead touchdown. But Shane Calhoun, eight catches, 114 yards and a touchdown. Was that a point of emphasis, getting him the ball? Was that something that just happened during the game that you kept going to? How about his performance on Saturday? Yeah, he's as skilled as anyone. You know, our tight end, um, I mean, we talked about it even during the off season of how skilled our tight ends were and how each one brought something different. But, um, you know, going into the game, and we knew we were going to have some man coverage. Um, he's a big body with some really good hands, um, and he made plays. It wasn't something we get it. We went into the game like, you know, Shane's going to get this many catches and this many yards. It was just, you know, we're going to exploit matchups that we're going to have, and he was a matchup that they kept giving us that we kept taking. And, you know, I trust that guy with everything. I've said that. A lot of interviews. Um, you know, he's a hard worker. He does everything the right way, and he's gonna have a really special career here. And it's, you know, it's happening now. So I'm excited for him. Holden, uh, you know how fans can be, uh, and folks can be critical at times. And uh, the South Carolina was a tough game, a tough loss for you guys. And I remember, you know, you took accountability. And the first thing I heard you say is, "Hey, I need to play better. I need to do better." Uh, but a lot of people took a lot of shots at Holt Nailers, how good did it feel to come back and to be able to respond? You, you conducted yourself a class the entire week. You, you never said anything negative to anybody. Uh, but to be able to come back and respond the way you did on the field, and when I hear people call in the fifth quarter afterwards saying, you know what, uh, I was one of those guys that was critical on Holton, but I'm eating crow and I apologize. I, I thought that was probably maybe the best payback you could have is just by your performance. Yeah, I mean, I knew that I needed to play better, and I mean, honestly, if I'm being honest with you, I'm still not satisfied with the way I played. You know, I miss, I miss some plays. There's still some plays out there to be made. Um, you know, I'm never going to be satisfied, and I've always said I'm my own worst critic, and that's the only thing that I need to know to get better is myself and my circle, and that's what I've stuck to this whole time. You know, whether a good game or bad game, and that's just that's got me to this point, and that's going to continue to make me successful down the road. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to continue to work hard. You know, like I said, I'm not. I'm not satisfied with the way I even played Saturday. Um, you know, I'm glad we won. I'm glad that I played a lot better than I had the last two games. But there's still a lot of plays out there to be made, and I'm excited to show that. Holden, uh, we're reminded at times about how football really is just a game, and it's fun, and it's not the end-all, be-all, and it's not uh, the, you know the most important thing in life. And we had, unfortunately, one of those last week with the passing of Miles Berry's father and Miles Berry himself had the second most tackles for the Pirates on Saturday night with seven we saw some scenes in the locker room where he gets the game ball and then you guys rally around him and the coaches rally around him and uh, that's just a a special moment for him I can't imagine uh, what he's going through right now but to see him smile in the locker room holding was awesome and I know it had to be awesome for you as uh, his teammate and his friend it was you know i mean he's one of my best friends in the whole world um you know we came in together and have, you know i've watched him grow and he's watched me grow and we've been through a lot of stuff together as a program and as friends and teammates um and you know you were you guys were talking about you know the critics and everyone you know talking about me or the coaches or whoever last week after the south carolina game but um you know it's a bigger picture than that too like you said it's more than football and i mean he he could have been anywhere 
with his family this weekend, and he decided he wanted to be with us and playing a football game. So puts a lot of things into perspective, um, and, and that's something that I know he'll cherish forever. Um, I know his dad was there with us, and he knows that, and our whole team knows that. So I'm just really happy for him um, to be there with us and to play the way the way that he did was really special. Speaking of emotional moments and with the football game and really afterwards, I, hold on, I saw you hug two people after the game. Uh, and first of all, you know, Mike Houston, your coach, was one of them. And it was so great to see that because, you know, Mike was asked during a press conference, and, you know, is there talk about, you know, getting anyone else involved in the quarterback? And he stood by you 100% uh, when others weren't. And he never wavered in that confidence in you. And I think it showed, and obviously the emotion after the game between you two guys was great with that hug. And then to be able to see you also uh, as you come off the field, uh, you spot your dad in the uh, in the stadium on the front right there, and to be able to jump up and get a hug from your dad, Morgan Aylers. I know uh, I was able to get a picture of that and, and get it to Morgan. I thought that was just an awesome moment. Uh, take us from your perspective of how that uh, felt to have a moment like that. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, Coach Houston has always believed in me. Um, he, he's he's been very loyal to me, and and I really appreciate that. Um, you know, even after the South Carolina game, he called me an hour or two after the game, and still told me he believed in me. Still told me that you know I was the guy, and that he was gonna go everything to to make sure that I'm gonna be successful here. And and I really appreciate that. Um, you know, I mean, I haven't played some of the games I haven't played as well as I've wanted to, but he's always stuck with me and made sure that that I knew that he believed in me, and and I owed him to play good. Saturday night and for the rest of the season, really, because I mean he has he has stuck with me and I really appreciate that. And then here with my dad, man, is is people always ask me, you know, how do I deal with everything and how do I deal with everyone, the ups and the downs. But honestly, my family probably deals with it more than me because you know I'm locked off of social media for the most part and and I don't really go in public as much as as they do. You know, I don't go to work. My work is going to the facilities and coming home and watching film. You know, I don't go out in public too much and. But they do, you know, my family does, and people ask them and talk to them about all sorts of stuff. So um, I just really appreciate them. You know, it's special for them. You know, I'm not just living out my dream, but I'm also living out their dream. Um, you know, just having that in perspective and, and making them proud is something that I'll always cherish. Paul Naylor's joining us, holding the, this is the biggest win uh, for Mike Houston. And now you guys have to do something a little different. We've talked to you in the past couple weeks about getting over tough losses, moving on quickly. Now you got to handle success. And I don't think you're going to have any problem doing that. But that is uh, maybe a challenge for some guys coming off a win like that, celebrating a little too long, not doing that 24-hour rule you guys talk about. So how do you make sure you, you keep the locker room's heads right uh, coming off a big win like that, uh, being that you got a game coming up in a few days. Yeah, it's just going to take a lot of leadership um, from the older guys and the coaches. Um, I mean, we got to show that we can do that. We can be a mature team and, and get ready. Um, you know, we're already focused on this next week and this Saturday and getting another one. You know what I mean? Some teams can either, you know, get a win and, and feel like, you know, you accomplished the whole world or you can get a win and want more. Um, and, and this team wants more and we're excited to have another opportunity, a good opportunity this Saturday in front of our home fans. So, um, I would just say you just got to stay mature about it. Um, you know, it is a business. You got to you got to twenty four hours to get 
get over a win or a loss, and then you got to get to the next one, and that's what we're going to do. Well, hold. Let me just say this: it's great to be able to talk to you after a victory. So we were excited, you know, when we announced this uh, deal with you, uh, an exclusive deal here with the Players Lounge here on Pirate Radio, and to talk to you each and every week here on the program. And uh, I'm so glad we could finally do it after a win, and we hope this is the start of many more. Now, my friends, so Thank you. It's, me too. it's a lot more fun to talk to you after a victory. And uh, to your credit, you, we'll talk either way. You never once said, "Oh, we didn't. I didn't play good. I don't want to come on this week." So it says a lot about your character and who you are uh we're with you through the long haul but uh it is fun to talk to you after such an exciting game and we wish you continued success and uh look forward to catching up again next week and good luck saturday for sure thanks for having me guys go pirates all right back inside the players lounge with a couple of ecu linebackers bruce bivens and xavier smith and great to talk to you guys after a w uh welcome to the show how you guys doing today i'm doing great i'm doing great too i appreciate y'all's time always uh but i do admit it is a lot more fun to get you guys in here smiling after a win so let's talk about it it was a wild one saturday night east carolina come from behind victory to beat marshall and xavier when you're in a you're in a game like that it's easy for me it's easy for fans to say well this one's over how do you stay logged in man and then and, and complete that comeback like you guys were able to do the other night um well i just trust every person on the team you know my brother's keeper and like the whole game like on the silent i was like this comeback's gonna be great like kind of like mentally like that's how you have to think about it like the game's never over until there's all zeros on the scoreboard and like we all understood that like we all knew like, once we correct the mistakes, you know, they had a couple plays that, like, went their way. And, like, we knew if we just stuck to the course and just did what we know we could do, that we would be in position to win the game. And we made the plays we had to make late in the game. And just to see that happen is, like, super memorable for me. Like, I'll never forget that. Like, that was one of the greatest comebacks I've been a, a part of. So, for me, that was, like, a moment I'll cherish forever. Bruce, you've been a part of games where you've had to come back. You've also lost leads. You watch sports. It happens a lot. So when you're in the moment, do you feel that same way? Like, hey, it don't matter what the score is. We're going to win this game. Right. Um, we knew we was going to uh, face some adversity because, you know, obviously it's a good football team. But, you know, we stuck we stuck to our plan. And like Xavier said, like they had some call, they had some calls that go their way. And we had a lot that went our way. So obviously we came out victorious. And that was probably one of the best feelings, Best surreal feelings ever because like it's been a minute since you know we you know came back like that and stuff like that so it, it was pretty cool mike houston said something after the game marshall had yet to really be in a game in the fourth quarter they had gotten leads and been able to to put those teams away with navy and with nc central uh and and that message came to fruition during the game what, what did he say to you guys about fourth quarter let's be in the game they we've you guys have experienced this the first two weeks they haven't how important was that for you um it was really important i mean we really we really wasn't focusing on them we was focusing on what we needed to do to make sure we came out victorious so we wasn't really worried about them i mean it if they was good at like any team could you know decide to you know oh change well, get better at something like that. Obviously, they had problems of, of not, you know, facing teams like and not and like pretty much with the same type of, you know, um, how can you say 
competition wise like they played some probably so, yeah. lesser opponents the first yeah, couple they weeks, played yeah. some lesser opponents but that don't mean they could live up to the competition too so we still got to bring our, our A game to the to the table every time we come to play and Xavier long before you guys were here long before I was uh, here in Eastern North Carolina, ECU's prided itself on fourth quarter. You know, winning, being there at the end of the game, being the best physically conditioned team that showed up uh, in that game on Saturday for you guys. Uh, definitely, for sure. You know, we pride ourselves on no quarter. You know, hold the fours up, and just like mentally, we knew coming into that game that it was going to be a challenge, especially like having a road game against a good opponent like Marshall. You know, they have a good quarterback, good running back. Like they're just sound all around on all phases. So like we knew that we we're going to come and get into a fight and you know it was ugly at times for us but like I said the game's not over until it's over so like just like focus on what you can control and like keep that positive attitude because it's all about a mindset we're down 17 fourth third quarter you know it's easy to give up and be like dang like we could have had that one but like the guys on this team you know we work hard we work for each other we play for each other so like I know for me and like all the other guys on the team like I'm not going to stop like I'm not going to give up just because you know things aren't going our way so like when the mindset is out on the team like magical special things can happen and that's what we seen last Saturday and I mean I don't know if any of your guys were going to give up but if they see you two upperclassmen leaders not giving up that's going to make the the younger guys play as hard as you I would think exactly for sure uh, you, you mentioned a negative. That uh, Ali guy took some ankles the other night, and I, I don't, I don't know, I don't think it was you guys' ankles, but he was. Ju- he looked like Allen Iverson, or I guess Kyrie Irving to use a guy playing now. Um, that dude was pretty shifty the other night. I mean, he was a good back. I mean, we played, we played. He was a good back. We played, we played a lot of good backs. Yeah. I mean, like he just capitalized on the opportunities he had, like like with anybody. So I mean. Uh, kudos to him. Hey, I mean, y'all got the dub, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, I asked Sneed and Rajay about watching that last drive from the sidelines, and they said they knew y'all were going to get a stop, but they admitted they were a little nervous. On the flip side of that, how energetic does it make you guys watching East Carolina go up-tempo, scoring all those points in the fourth quarter? That had to you know, reinvigorate you guys on the sidelines, I would imagine, what your offense was able to do. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they definitely bounced back from last week. I know they struggled a little bit last week in, like, just like going back to what I always say, like those guys work hard. Like we work super hard. Like we want to win games. It's not like we don't want to win games. So like those guys, they got in the lab this past week. You know, they did what they had to do, got better, made the corrections, and that showed up on the game. That showed up uh, during the game. So I'm super proud of the offense. Super proud of Holton because you know he received a lot of criticism last week, and I know that can be hard to like have everybody against you, but like you got to tune that noise out and. We all got his back. I trust Holton. You know, the guys on defense trust Holton. And when it's like like a family atmosphere on the team, like your brothers is all you got. Like we're on the field with them. Like the fans, they can say whatever they want. The coaches, they can say whatever they want. But like it's us that's like got to go out there and play. So like just staying behind him and just being supportive for him. I feel like it's a great thing. I'm proud of him. I know you uh, you have to tune the noise out, but it seems like you guys used it as motivation as well. Hearing Mike Houston speak, hearing looking at some social media, seeing Donnie Kirkpatrick tweet this out after oh, yeah. the game. So, <laughs> uh, so, so you guys hear the noise, you don't focus on it, but it, did you have a me against the world mentality out there, Bruce? The uh, other night? I most definitely did. Like I said last week, um, 
um, like we don't we don't dwell on the past, but then at the same time we use it we use it as fuel too, and we use it as fuel to come out victorious. Yeah, it was some things we could have did a lot better, but we, we did what we had to do to get the dub. We enjoy seeing ECU go up tempo on offense. They did in the fourth quarter. Marshall was really doing that all game. So kudos to you guys for for having just the uh, the conditioning, the stamina, and and for making the plays. How tired uh, are you after a game like that? I guess you're tired after every game, but mm-hmm. after a game like that with all those offensive plays they're running, uh, how's the body feeling today, Xavier? Uh, I'm definitely a little banged up, but that's what every game. This game, I would say like. I feel like you hurt a little bit more after a loss. So like, right. That's a I good feel point. great mentally. So like, I'm just excited to get back to work. You know, that was a great game. You know, act like we've been there before. Like we won. Congratulations. Like, thank you. Celebrate. But now it's on to the next week. So like, we embraced that win. You know, celebrated the win. But after the winner's dinner uh, yesterday it's on to the next opponent so we're focused on Charleston Southern now and I figure you upperclassmen wouldn't have trouble with that Bruce uh, maybe some younger guys might extend that 24 hour rule and celebrate a little more but it's on you guys to, to bring them back down to earth that's not a, an issue for you right? Uh, no it's most definitely not especially with experience so uh, I mean I know how to get back there real quick uh, another home, uh, a home game coming up this week, and then back at home the following week. They announced today the two lane kickoff time will be three thirty. Uh, if you guys had a preference, noon, three thirty, seven o'clock. What's your uh, preference? Does it matter to you? Um, I feel like three thirty is the best yeah. kickoff good, time. Yeah, fans like it as well. Uh, so it should be a lot of fans two weeks from now uh, when you take on two lanes. Should be a good crowd for a six o'clock start coming up this Saturday. Yeah. I guess Charleston Southern. Have you? Uh, Started to dive into them yet, or does that come later in the week? Uh, that actually starts today. Yeah. So we start to look at what they're doing, like formational, like scheme wise. So we'll get a little bit more on them today. But like we still have the film, so like individually we can go watch film and get our own like analysis on what they do. Huge comeback for the Pirates the other night. There's two sides to that. It's the offense scoring 21 points in the fourth quarter. It's the defense not allowing a point in the fourth quarter. You had a fourth down stop. You held them to a field goal that they missed. So, uh, I don't know. We always talk, it seems like we talk about momentum on the offensive side. How much momentum can be built defensively when you get one stop and you turn that to two, then you turn it to three? Do you guys feel that when, when you're in a game? Oh, we we most definitely can. I mean, it's electric because, you know, the offense, they feed off our energy too. So, it, we definitely could, you know, feel that. Xavier, same thing? Yeah, for sure. Like, when you get those stops and, like, force a missed field goal and like have those back-to-back stops it feels good for a defensive player it builds confidence and like when you have the confidence like I feel like mentally like you can't be stopped and like the crowd like I don't know they had a lot of people in the stands and like it's one thing when you have like your fans there but I feel like I feel more motivated when it's like an (laughs) opponent crowd like cheering against you so like kind of like look at the crowd like all right, bet watch this and then just to hear them like (laughs) quiet after like a play like that it's that's what gets me going like that's I awesome. love like I love competing like that that gets me going so I love that that's funny I've talked to a lot of former players back when like UAB and Tulane played in that giant dome and no fans were there mm-hmm. they said they'd much rather have a loud opposing fan base all over you than no crowd at all yeah. do you guys agree with that yes, yes, yes I do yes. Uh, I was hoping to talk to DJ today. I wanted to ask him about dropping that pick. But it was a great play. <laughs> but I know he thinks he should have had it. Yeah. Uh, but he had a good game, great play. How about when Jaquan uh, got that pick at the one-yard line? What was that moment like Ooh. for you guys? I mean, that was all going in slow motion. <laughs> I remember rushing the pass, 
and like I kind of like hit his hand a little bit, but I seen him throw the ball. And like, I it was in the air forever. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> and then, you know, big time players make big time players. Jaquan, you know, he comes to work every day. So, like, that's second nature to him. He works on that. He's seen that look multiple times in practice. And when the play came to him, he made the play. So, congratulations to him. You know, that's my dog. He works hard. Yeah. And he deserved that one. That was huge. Oh, man. Great moment uh, for you guys. And then you're able to celebrate after the game with the contingency of Pirate fans. That was pretty cool. And then we did see a, a clip of the locker room. And uh, I've talked about this with all the guys, but uh, the, the, I can't imagine what Miles Berry is going through right now with the uh, passing of his father. But you guys are able to rally around him after the game. He gets a game ball. He's leading the, the cheers there in the locker room. And uh, that had to be a really special moment to be with your teammate and friend there yeah. after the game. It was real special. I mean, um, he cherished every moment with us. So um, we had to make sure we, stay, we we were strong for him. I mean, he's handling this better than anybody else could possibly. So, I mean, we're just trying to stay strong for each other. Like, we got each other back. So, and that's that's our brother. And not only is he there, second most tackles the other night for the Pirates. Played a good game. So yeah. that says, I mean, that's just, that's amazing. And uh, really hope, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers with his family right now with for what sure. he's going through. And I know you guys are helping, uh, helping keep him up yeah, and everything. Most definitely. Well, guys, uh, man, it's good to talk to y'all after a win. Appreciate you coming coming by after the hard times, but this is a hell of a lot more fun, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, good luck to y'all. Hope you can get another one coming up this Saturday, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, back inside the Pirate Radio Players Lounge on a victory Monday as we talk to East Carolina running back Rajay Harris and Pirates wide receiver slash emergency quarterback Tyler Sneed. <laughs> Fellas, awesome win. I just told Rajay before we went on, I, I gave up on you boys. I apologize. But down 17 with seven and a half minutes left. You don't see a lot of those comebacks, but y'all got it done. Rajay, you were you're talking about that fourth quarter. I mean, what, what was going through your mind as that comeback was uh, was happening? Fourth quarter, I just knew we, we do on, on Sundays, fourth quarter. So, you know, uh, you get to that fourth quarter, that's when everybody tired. You just got to push through. So I just knew that the team wasn't going to give up. It was going to push through. I heard Mike Houston say, uh, Tyler, after the game, we just had to get him in the fourth quarter. Marshall had yet to play a close game. They hadn't experienced that yet. Right. You guys have had to rally in the fourth and then try to stave off a South Carolina comeback <clears throat> there in the fourth. So you've been in two tight ball games. How much did that help you heading into that, that game against Marshall? You know, that, that helped a lot. You know, all week he was telling us, you know, they, they kind of put teams out early. Um, they didn't really have a, a challenge in the fourth. They didn't have to play all four quarters. And, uh, you know, we, we had games like that uh, going in. So I think in the long run that did help us out. Um, and I, I think at the end we, I, we just wanted it more. Rajay, you're very uh, early in your Pirate career. So you've had a lot of touchdowns already. Yeah. What's a game, uh, a go-ahead touchdown feel like late in the fourth quarter? Hey, man, I don't watch that video like a hundred times, <laughs> man. It's just, I, it's really my favorite one. You know, out of all my touchdowns my whole career, it's just, it's just my favorite one just to ice the game out. Uh, three catches for you too coming out of the backfield got you involved there mm-hmm. what's that uh, you talked about the, you said you're a little sore today maybe a little tired but uh, when you guys go up tempo like that how much fun is that when the, the offense is clicking the way it was late in the game man it's, it's, it's fun you know every day at practice you know, we try to keep the tempo, keep the energy. So, you know, going into the game, it wasn't really nothing to us just to, to keep going and just push through the, the adversity. So it was, it was real fun to us. Tyler asked uh, Rajay about his touchdown. You had one called back. Right. Did you know uh, Did you know you stepped out? I did not. I, I didn't even think I was that close to the <laughs> sideline. Uh, I didn't know what they were reviewing, but, you know, I guess I did. 
But yeah. And then it took you about <laughs> two plays before you scored another one. So yeah, not no, a big we, deal. We got it back, so it's all right. Yeah. Five catches, eighty yards, got you involved in the passing game, and of course, uh you use the arm. You, you, and Tyler, you got smoked on that pass to CJ. Oh yeah. And and Chandler was telling me you got hit pretty hard in the uh the touchdown last week. Mm-hmm. I did, I don't remember that one, but you got hit pretty good. You also <laughs> slipped. Did that affect the uh the pass, you think? Yeah, may, maybe a little bit. And I, I did see him coming uh this time. Last week it was kinda from behind so it was like a blind side yeah. but no this week i saw him straight on so i was just trying to get rid of it um overthrew him a little bit you know that's my fault uh, so you're not gonna blame cj for not catching up to it that's that's on nah, you that's me. That's me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh but great performance by you guys and then you got some revenge later in the game hitting holden we talked to holden uh earlier and he said he told you i'm not josiah i'm not (laughs) cj i'm not gonna chase the ball down you throw it to me and i'll run after it uh but that was a beautifully designed play uh holden said he 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 thinks y'all put it y'all had it since like week one so how long have y'all been practicing that one no we've been we've been practicing a lot um when we first started it, I would I was overthrowing him because I would try to put air under it, let him run under it and get it. And he did tell me he just said just <laughs> just put it like just hit me and I I'll run with it. So uh, no, that's that's why I did and it worked out good. How inspiring is it as a running back to see Holton running like that, dive for the pylon, get the touchdown, Raja? <laughs> you know I was joking with Holton all week about how slow he was. Man. <laughs> you know all week it was it was kind of kind of shaky. You know he was out throwing, he was overthrowing him or whatever. So. You know, just to see it all works out, man. It's just, you know, coaching and, and practice habits, man. It's just it's just a great feeling just to come out with a, with a big W. Olden said that it's only worked in a walkthrough. He said it didn't work a lot during practice. So it's crazy how it clicks. It, that shows a lot about you guys and your focus and your ability not to be overwhelmed, I guess. Right, right. Awesome stuff. Tyler Sneed, Rajay Harris here in the Pirate Radio Studios. ECU picking up a huge win. And, guys, I host our, our post-game show, The Fifth Quarter, at times, uh, a lot of people complaining, mm-hmm. a lot of people upset. <laughs> yep. This one was a party, and you had a lot of folks calling in saying, "I'm ready to eat some crow." I, I, I gave up on these guys. I called out coaches. I called out Holden. I called out so and so, and and I am uh, I'm going to take it, and I'm going to say I apologize. And we had, and it sounded like you guys had a bit of a us against the world mentality. Just looking at Donnie Kirkpatrick's tweet with the dude walking through the door. I don't know what that was about. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Mike Houston calling. You know, so you guys, uh, did you have that mentality heading into the game against Marshall? Yeah, man. I mean, you gotta you gotta block out the outside noise. You know, you can't let the you can't let the people on the outside that's not really there with you every day, working day in day out, get to you. You know, so you gotta stay away from social media sometimes. It just <laughs> yeah. work. <laughs> you block it out, but it sounds like y'all are using his motivation at the same time. Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it, you you hear it, but you try not to take it into consideration and all that. But you know, we we definitely heard it. Um, but we went into that week, you know, knowing what we can do, and uh, we just, you know, like you said, use his motivation however you want to take it. But uh, yeah, I think we shut them all down that week. Uh, that celebration in the locker room, and and I'll go ahead and bring up the. Uh, and I, I can't imagine what Miles Berry is going through, but the, the tragic loss of his father last week. We saw a little bit of video of you guys rallying around him, him getting the game ball, the you guys being uh, you know supportive of your teammate and friend. But man, that, that looked like a really special moment there in the locker room after the game. Yeah, we just gotta be there for our brother, man. We just we love him. You know, we're sorry for his loss. We just gotta be there for him. Yeah. Second most tackles during the game. Not only is he playing in the game, he's having a good game for you guys after nah, after that loss. Definitely a special night for him. Um, you know, he deserved that more than anybody. And uh, you know, we just keep praying for him and his family. 
I, I talked about this with Holden. I'll ask you guys, too. You guys have done a great job of the 24-hour rule, getting over tough losses and bouncing back. Now you can't, you can't get a case of the big head, as mm-hmm. one former coach, Rick Smith, calls it, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and celebrate too long. So how do, you, how do you keep your feet grounded, Rajay, after a huge win like this? I mean, going back to what Coach Houston said last night, you know, we had the winner's dinner or whatever last night. But after the winner's dinner, you just got to drop it. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's a new week. We got Charles Southern, a good football team coming in, and we got to do what we got to do to, to get that W. Tyler, agree with that? No, yeah, same kind of 24-hour rule with a win, uh, maybe a little less probably. You know, the win is good, uh, the best feeling in the world, but it doesn't last as long. You know, that, that loss can haunt you all week, 24 hours. You know, that's when we kind of cut it off. But, you know, the win is done now. It's over with. Uh, like he said, Charleston Suggs is a good football team, so he's got to work this week to get another one. Roger, how much nicer is it to see mistakes on film and work on cleaning up those mistakes after a win instead of a loss? It's a lot better, right? Yeah, you go into the meeting room and after after a win and you're just happy, you're just ready to see all the plays that your teammates make. But when you get a loss, you're like, man, it's just I don't want to see this. You know, you you're draining it. But you know, I think everybody responded well to the mistakes that we made. Went out there Sunday, had a good practice, and you know, I'm ready for the week. Uh, who was uh, Keaton waving to during that run? <laughs> Uh, he said he was raving to Jawan Powell, uh, okay. the safety on the team. But, uh, <laughs> that boy right there, that's, that's the goat right there. He was gone. <laughs> he, I mean, gone, gone. Yeah, that was a. <laughs> he even finished it with the uh, the sprinters. Mm-hmm. I guess finished there at the end. Yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> uh, another great play uh, by Keaton Mitchell and you guys. Uh, Fourteen carries for Keaton, thirteen for Rajay. Both of you guys four catches for Keaton, three for you, Rajay. So the split is working fantastic right now. And you said you're you know, you're know, a little sore today, but imagine how sore you'd be if you got 30 of those touches, but you're able to split them. That's got to help the body out, too. Oh, yeah, man. Coach Foster, that's one thing I can say about Coach Foster. He tells us to take care of our bodies. So I'd be in the training room at least three, four, three, four days out of the week. So, yeah. You know, after, after Wednesday, I'd be fine. Tuesday, Wednesday, I'd be fine. So, you know. Tyler, <laughs> you took some shots as well. How you feeling today? Feel good, you know. I always sore after any game. I probably don't do as good of a job getting treatment and stuff, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Getting the Colts up on Thursday, and then that's it for me, really. You guys have been a huge part of this offense, not just this year, but moving back to last year. But a couple guys really stepping up late in the game. I guess Shane Calhoun was there all night. Uh, yeah. Eight catches, one fourteen, yeah. and a touchdown. Audio Matosho also had some big catches late in that game. And it's got to be fun to see that, you know, you're ready to get the ball and be counted on, but you know your your teammates are out there uh, making plays as well. Yeah, man. Uh, they practice hard every every day. Every day. You can, um, you know, Sneed can vouch, Holt can vouch. Them boys come to come to practice like, this, like it's a game day. You know, they're ready to work. And, you know, everybody done bought in, and everybody ready for the season. Everybody just ready to just to bounce back. How about the uh, the play of the tight end, Tyler? Did you, is that something you saw coming? We hadn't seen it on game day really yet, but he had a monster game, Shane. Oh Tyler. yeah, no, Shane. Shane can do it all. I think Holton said earlier uh, in the year, you know, he he's got a chance to be one of the or the, the best tight end in the in the conference. So, uh, you know, I agree with that. You know, Shane can do it all. He had a great game. Um, you know, he, he'll definitely have more. Yeah. We'll talk uh, to some of your defensive teammates a little later on, uh, planning to catch up with Bruce and Xavier. And there, there's two parts to a comeback. There's you guys scoring 21 in seven and a half minutes. But for y'all to come back, the defense has to pitch a shutout. Yeah. What an effort by those guys late in the game. Marshall had been moving the ball. 
and uh and blake harrell's guys put a stop to that late in the game oh yeah man um, they got an attitude to them you know i said uh in the interview um like fall camp i was like i play against the best defense every day you know i mean that because they kind of practice and you know they're ready to play you know they they dare you you're gonna have to kind of practice ready you know strapped up because they're gonna hit you in your mouth I wanted to talk to uh, to DJ today and ask him about that drop pick. <laughs> that was a great play. Uh, him, <laughs> did y'all talk to him? He's got to make that one. Yeah, I'll talk but that was a great play. A uh, Jaquan though, he he sealed the deal. What was that like watching that from the sideline? First of all, how nervous were you during that last drive from the sideline? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I was nervous on the sideline. I was relieved. <laughs> yeah, that was. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was a good play. <laughs> and then we were wondering, too, so what do you do in that situation? You're up four, ball at the one. We were saying you could take a safety at that point. It would give them two and then just run out the clock, run out of the end zone or whatever. You guys go, what, what was the, the call when you were talking about going on the field there? Was it Rolex? Rolex. Yeah, it was Rolex. Just, uh, just roll out and just throw it as high and as you can. And waste that time and, yeah. and get off the field. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> That's the new victory formation, yeah. uh, that play right there. <laughs> Good stuff. So, guys, uh, back at practice this week, getting ready for Charleston Southern. Have you had a chance to, to look at them at all yet? Um, I took a little glimpse last night for a little bit. I haven't really um, got to evaluate, you know, the defense yet. But uh, it's a pretty good team, you know, just looking at them for, for a little bit. It's a pretty good team. Rajay getting in the end zone, Tyler getting in the end zone, and having that passing touchdown. So great performance by you guys. And uh, a re-invigorated Pirate fan base ready to see you guys on Saturday. I don't know if you've seen the uh, kickoff time for Tulane has been announced, 3.30, uh, coming up in a couple weeks. So a couple of home games, uh, get a win this Saturday, and then conference opener. I, I, I feel this way. I don't know, as players, you guys are so locked in week to week, but I don't want to say it was a season saver, but it kind of does change the the momentum of the season when you get a win like that Saturday. Do y'all feel that way? Oh, yeah. You know, um, like I was just saying, just practice habits. You know, we go into a practice, and we're practicing so hard, and it's just like it's meant to happen. You know, you know, we're working, we're busting our tails, and, you know, we just expect to win. But, you know, you know, you're going into this week right here, you know, a lot of people – you know, in the past, past teams, you know, they would have had the mindset of we won, mm-hmm. just relax this week. But it's like, nah, we got to get better this week. So it's just, it's like a momentum booster. Like everybody done bought in. It's just, it's a great feeling right now. So That's yeah. awesome. Sounds like consistency. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. win or loss, you got to you gotta work hard every definitely. day. And <laughs> it's awesome that y'all got to see the hard work pay off on yeah, Saturday night. It's great oh, feeling, yeah. man. Great feeling. Rajay Tyler, uh, congratulations, man. Great win. Let's get another one Saturday, and uh, we'll talk to you guys again soon. Oh, yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. it. Troy D. and Pirate receiver C.J. Johnson inside the Pirate Radio studios. C.J., welcome back. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing great. How how are you feeling, by the way? (laughs) That was a a real question. How you doing? You took a big hit in that game. I, I mean, you were down... For an extended period of time, which I thought, if they reviewed, would have been a targeting call. How uh, one? How are you feeling? What did you see on that play? Uh, I I definitely thought it was targeting, just just out of the fact of I was defenseless. Like I had like there was no way for me to avoid the guy or in, in any way. But I mean, I feel pretty good. And you're a big. <laughs> a I mean, sore, yeah. for folks that don't know, what six six two six twenty. Yeah. So I mean, you're a big receiver. Yeah, so for to be able to take a hit like usually, we've seen you take hits before. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. And bounce back up. That was a pretty severe one. Yeah, it, I mean, I'm a little sore, but you know, soreness is always better after a win. So I asked CJ if he had seen the Facebook, you know, the the play as it happened on the broadcast. 
and you said you did. They were showing the replay, and I like Corey Chavis. I think he did a good job. Mm-hmm. But he's describing the play, and he says the defender did not lower the helmet or launch into C.J. Johnson. As he's saying that, we're seeing video of the defender slow motion. lower his helmet yeah. and launch. Yeah. And so, I, again, I don't know. I'm glad you're you're okay, but I don't – with all the plays they do review nowadays, I'm shocked they didn't even look at that one. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. That's a little on the field, on the field, they didn't. And they had plenty of time. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, unfortunately, you, you know, I'm glad you're okay though. Uh, let's go back to that comeback. It's down 17 points, seven minutes and change left. Uh, when, when did you guys like really notice that? Okay, man, this we could really come back in this thing. Well, it was um, after they after they scored their third touchdown. Uh, the third touchdown, I put them up by seventeen. Um, Holton grabbed all the offensive guys. He he told them to come to the sideline, and he gave us a little motivational speech. He was just like, like, just go out there and play. Just be us. Don't like, don't try to do something out of the ordinary. Just just be us. Stick to our play call and move the ball, and that's what we did. And we heard Holden earlier talk about moving to that two-minute minute offense, that mentality. Not that there were two minutes left, but just that high-speed, four receivers, wide-open type of offense. And, boy, it sure worked. Oh, yeah, because uh, when you play with that tempo, it uh, it kind of changes up the defensive call. So, like, they can't, they can't bring the pressures that they want. They can't get the subs in that they need. And um, it, it forced them to go into base coverage. And, and you really keep them on their heels, and that's yeah. a big part of it. Then they start to get gassed a little bit. Uh, why not when well, you're not a coach, but I was going to say, why not play like that more often? But is it hard to sustain that offense, you know, for a long oh, period man. of time? It's, uh, just as much, just as bad as it's taxing on the defense, it's taxing on the offense too. So you have to have time to sub because a uh, receiver can't stay in and run four good balls back to back to back and be completely fine. Like he has to have a sub too, but like all together, offensive line, uh, and receivers, they all have to sub out and give each other breaks. That's gotcha. why the next man always has to be ready. I don't think Mike Houston was necessarily planning for a 17-point comeback, but his words after the game were pretty prophetic. He said that he told you guys, let's get them in the fourth quarter. They hadn't been in a close game yet. You guys have been in two where you're playing in the fourth. Turned out that was the exact situation, and you guys were well-conditioned and, and executed. It's, uh, it's crazy because earlier in the week, that's what he was preaching. He was like, he was like, um, nobody has forced Marshall to play four quarters, and we got him into that fourth quarter. And you can t- you can definitely tell that they were gassed, and um, our boys came out ready. You know, no quarters. So I, I think football is a game of, of momentum and confidence, especially at this level where you're facing a lot of teams where the margin of victory or loss is very thin. We've seen that this even this year. You know, between a win and a loss, it could be one play here, one play there. How much of this win now has given this team confidence to say, okay, we can do this. We are capable. We are good enough to get this thing done. Has this been a game changer in this with this team, do you oh, believe? Oh, man, I feel, like, I feel like the rest of the season we're about to take off because just – just because like we've been we've been told we've been told that we if we played together we could we could win we could do like we we're being told that from the outside but we finally did it and it and it happened and we came out with a win so now i feel like this game just adds confidence to the rest of us that the next man is playing for them 
CJ, you're a household name, uh, Tyler Sneed, a household name and receiver. How about a couple of guys? And Audio Matosho has been around a while, but man, he stepped up late in the game. And Shane Calhoun, eight catches, 100 plus yards, and a touchdown. His coming out party. How nice was that to see? I know those guys have been putting in the work. Oh man, they they put in work day in and day out, and like it just I, like I'm I'm just happy to see that my boy Shane. He is he's going crazy on the field. Eight receptions, 114 yards, and a touchdown as a tight end. Like you're you're tight end in the in college, like they don't get really get that many balls. So like for him to have a performance like that is incredible. And Troy, I was pretty shocked at the stat too. Steven Igo, I guess Tom McClellan to put it out. First 100 yard performance from a tight end, I believe he said since Carlister Crumpler Jr. Wow, which is a long time. We had Devon Drew, Bryce Williams. uh, How long ago? That's when Crump and I were in school together. Yeah, actually worked together. uh, ECU orientation. So that has been a while. Yeah. Um, what about the defense too? You got to give those guys credit. Oh man, they had their backs against the wall. And look, if the inter- last play of the game, the inter- or second to last play of the game, the interception. If that's not an interception, that goes for a touchdown for Marshall. We're having a very different conversation today. Yes, sir. And um, I told Jaquan, I told him before the game started. I said, I just need one. He said, I just need one, and it happened to be the one that won us the game. And like I told him before that play even started, I said, big-time players make big-time plays in big-time games. Yeah, absolutely. I was even the next play where EC, there were still six seconds on, on, yeah. on the – there were six seconds on the clock. But the way that – I thought it was going to be a touchback yeah. with the interception – they marked it on like the half the, the half yard line. I've never seen a ball that close to the goal line yeah. on an interception. And this is nothing as you, CJ, but we just think the worst. Like, no, oh no, my god, is, what's going like, to happen oh, here? The refs are really against us. What is going to happen? Yeah. And I was worried, like, if you mishandle the snap, anything bad could happen. I, you got to run the clock out. But then I was like, okay, well, if we get a safety, we're still only, still up two. You're yeah. still up by two. There's maybe even with the safety, just don't let any, don't let them score a touchdown. Don't turn the ball over. But Holden did a great job, yeah. ran around for a few seconds, and then just heaved it. Uh, I guess was that the play call, or did yeah, he? that was that's a design play. It's a uh, yeah. late game situation. But that was kind of a, I don't know about you. That was a little. I was a little. Oh, I was super nervous. nervous. <laughs> I was like, Players come so yeah. far. Don't let us mess it oh, up. Oh no, man. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't nervous with that play at all because we practiced so much in in practice and like. I mean, it happens in the game. Yeah, those those plays that you don't like, you don't think to practice, happens in the yeah, game. It's pretty wild. <laughs> CJ, uh, I know Holden's your buddy. You're happy for him, but he had more receiving yards than you on Saturday. <laughs> we can't let that happen again. <laughs> oh, he's no, gonna frame can't. this box score. Yeah. Oh man, we can't we can't let that happen. Twenty seven to twenty twenty. Now CJ had three catches, <laughs> but Holden's one was enough. Uh, to give him 27 but that was an awesome play we were talking also about scored that. a touchdown too, yeah we should say. we're talking about that before we went on the air with you that play uh has not been very successful in practice the sneed to hold pass right <laughs> oh man we <laughs> and we didn't we didn't execute it at all during the week <laughs> and then we uh we got it we got it on friday in the walkthrough and we felt pretty good about it so i mean sneed's got to be feeling pretty good about his arm though lately oh, he's got to become a dangerous threat back there <laughs> oh man he has I, wait doesn't he have like the best quarterback rating <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like yeah. <laughs> his quarterback ratings through the roof and you were saying like <laughs> you've used up your trick plays but i guess the exciting thing is y'all got to cook up some more now oh, the rest man. of the way right yes sir i mean and we don't i mean i don't plan to use trick plays in the game to win i feel like we stick to what we do and um stick to how we do it execute we can win today is your y'all's day off you'll get back at it a heavy load day as mike likes to call it um coming up on tuesday what what's what was practice like what was the attitude um first of all i imagine the the plane ride back was a little 
uh, more fun than yeah oh yeah it was normal. most definitely more fun. <laughs> and then how was how was Sunday getting back on the practice field with everybody? Oh man, it was. I mean, like I said, just everything feels better after after a win. So I mean, you come in you come in on Sunday and it's fresh air, green grass, and everything looks better. Yeah, smells everything, better. everything yeah. looks yeah. better, smells better, <laughs> running feels better. Like just and like, I saw some fans actually. I think you guys got back what like two thirty. Three yeah, in the morning. I yeah. mean, it was late. I, there were some people at the airport. Yeah, there, was, still, yeah, there, there was, was. I can't remember the, the last time people were wondering when's the team flight get back. <laughs> no, yeah, we talked about asking, that on the post game show. And I'm yeah. sure some people maybe fell asleep, but that was. I'm sure it was exciting to see oh, fans man, back at the uh, it, at the airport. That's that's wonderful. Like just just knowing that there's people that are up at two or three a.m. just to welcome us home from a win, like. That's that's just heartwarming. CJ, uh, we all got stuff going on in our own lives. I really enjoyed hearing you preseason. It was a day I couldn't be here, but Troy and you were kind of giving us your background as a person. Uh, Miles Berry, this past week, his father passing away, and I can't imagine what he's going through, but to see you guys rally around him in the locker room, he gets the game ball. He has seven tackles in the game, playing well. Like uh, It was great to see you guys picking up your brother, your teammate, your friend. And uh, what was that like in the locker room? With, oh, with man. Um, when everything happened, Coach asked him, he said, he asked him what Miles wanted to do. And Miles said he wanted to be here with his brother. So, I mean, uh, we took him at like, just, not even just because that situation happened, and he's always been a, it's always been a brotherhood in that in that locker room. So when something like that happens, we bring him in and we we play for each other. Like uh, so, everything we play we played for him. Uh, CJ Johnson joining us in studio here in the players' lounge. CJ, you know, look, last week was great, but it was last week. It, it oh, really yeah. is, and I'm not telling you anything that you'd already know. And I'm sure the coaches are saying this. It it only remain great if you can stack it up and build on it yes, and sir. go from there if you come out saturday and pirates can't get the job done it's going to seem people are going to forget about that marshall game but if you can build on this it can really create some momentum look you can't overlook anybody but what are your expectations now going into this uh charleston southern game coming up this weekend oh man i, I just feel like we're ready like i just feel like we're like we showed that we can be a top like the top tier team like Marshall isn't a, a pushover team that's not like that's not just like playing anybody there's they they were disciplined they were they were fundamentally sound and um but yeah like you said don't look over anybody we're coming we're coming out playing this team just like we came out to play Marshall Good stuff. CJ, great to talk to you after a victory. Yes, we sir. appreciate you joining us after <laughs> yes, losses. Those are tough chats, yes, but yeah. great to have you in here after yeah, it's, a win. It's, it's, it's nice. We hope to keep this thing going. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, a lot more fun yeah. talking about after a win. Yes, sir. That's ECU wide receiver CJ Johnson. We'll talk to you next week, CJ. Yes, sir. And that's another great episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast, the Players' Lounge Edition. Special thanks to our sponsor, White Claw Hard Seltzer. Look for White Claw at your favorite retailer next time you're out shopping. White Claw Hard Seltzer, available in five fruit flavors, two grams of carbs, gluten-free, and only 100 calories. Nothing tastes quite like it. We'll be back very soon with another edition of the Pirate Radio Podcast. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to our podcast in your Apple Store or Spotify. You can also visit our website at PR927FM.com and follow us on social media to keep up with the latest news and information. Until next time, have a great day, everyone. You have been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer. Nothing tastes quite like it.
Visit WhiteClaw.com today. White Claw Hard Seltzer, proudly distributed by Coastal Beverage. Please drink responsibly. The Pirate Radio Podcast is an exclusive presentation by Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. 